Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 61 of Japan According to Akio. Time for more fun. Alright, um. Apologies for the first off, apologies for missing last week's podcast. I explained、uh, in the podcast that I was just fucking delirious and jet lagged, so、uh, I really was in no position to record anything in the previous week. But we're back,、uh, and on this podcast, I said I wasn't going to tell a Tales from the Dark Side story or Tales from the Tokyo Dark Side story, but I told one. Uh, a weird story. I'm not quite sure if I told it before on the podcast, but I, I told you a weird story.、Um, then I give you a few、uh, podcasts, or no, sorry, YouTube channels, just two YouTube channels, especially for people of、uh, African descent or black people.、Um, but I think it's, the information is applicable for anyone. But sorry, it's just a little slanted because I'm black, sorry.、Um, But, you know, YouTubers that give, I think, some real boots on the ground type information about living in Japan. And then I just sprinkle in a little bit of、uh, information about winter and hay fever before we get out of here. So, you know, not too long, not too crazy, but a pretty cool podcast, I think, you know, wrapped up together. So, as always, enjoy. I'm really good to be back in Japan and talking to you guys. Yo, what's up, everybody? We are back. I'm back in the land of Japan after my trip to the States. We're here for episode number 61 of Japan According to Akio.、Uh, it's been, I think, about three weeks since the last episode. I'm not going to front. Like last week, I mean, I arrived back in Japan about a week ago, but I was fucking delirious for about a week. I was、um, really, really jet lagged. It was, I made a mistake on my schedule for work. So I actually put in、um, like、a half day schedule the day after I landed. And I landed in Japan on the,、um, on a, in the evening too. So I just you know, had to wake up the next day and in the afternoon go into work. Thank goodness it was the afternoon. But I was still just I was a fucking mess like, for a week. So I, I was just in, I'm working. Pretty much like the whole month, yeah, basically the whole month of February after getting back.、Uh, so I'm working like three weeks, I think. Yeah, about three weeks straight、uh, just to get, you know, everything set、uh, to make up for my vacation time because I'm, I'm working freelance.、Um, I, you know, I don't get paid vacation days. And if you're new to the podcast, again, you might be like, oh my gosh, Akil, that's so terrible. But this was my choice. You know,、um, my previous job, I, yeah, I had paid days off and everything like that. But I chose this job specifically because I don't have any responsibility. I just go in, I teach, I go home, I make my own schedule, things like that. I'm, independent, I'm an independent contractor. And the part that comes with it is around vacation time, I have to really plan things out and, you know, make up for the time I miss so that I can get my cheddar. <laughs> But,、um, 
But no, I had a great trip in the States. It was really, really great. Really great to see family, friends. I couldn't see everybody I wanted to, but a lot of the major people I was able to spend time with, even if it was brief, you know, um, that was the main, main, main thing. My son had a great time. Uh, got a lot of experiences there. You know, it was good. It was really good. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I came back to Japan and I was just a fucking mess for like about a week just going to work just trying to keep myself together so I was really in no position to like record anything or anything like that I'm still it's been about a little, a little over a week I'm still kind of getting my sleep schedule together like it's I'm recording this at like uh 10:45 right now and I'm, I'm already getting sleepy I wanted to do some work after but I didn't Actually, I woke up this morning at like five, six o'clock in the morning, and I was just like, "Fuck it," and I just went to work like real, uh, real early, like about an hour and a half early, and just sat there and did did work. So I probably might just and after I end the podcast tonight, just say "fuck it" and, and go to bed, and then do some work. Uh, and do the same thing tomorrow morning if I can. Uh, it just makes sense that way. But, 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 so that, that's pretty much an update on me. But we're here for, of course, a podcast about Japan. I'm here to tell you some shit <laughs> about Japan and what's going on here. Uh, so let me, what I got for you, a little bit of a change of pace. Normally I've been doing, of course, articles and things like that, uh, stuff, but, but I'm still getting my, I'm not going to lie, I'm still getting myself together. So I kind of was looking for some alternative content. For this episode, I was thinking about telling some stories. Like, I was thinking about calling it Tales from the Dark Side, from the Tokyo Dark Side, or some shit like that. But um, I have two stories I'm kind of thinking about, but uh, I'm not so sure, you know, if I want to start telling my CD history (laughs) here in, in Tokyo. I know you guys are like, please just tell us, give us the dirt, but. You know, um, I won't, I won't, I I mean, I I haven't like killed anybody or anything like that, but you know, I mean, you know, just, um, in a different place in my life than I was in my twenties. Not like I was some crazy person running around. Okay. I was kind of a crazy person running around Tokyo, but, (laughs) but you know, um, I don't want to like glorify like drinking and partying and all that shit on here especially because i'm married and i got a fucking kid you know i I don't want him listening you know some people i know listen to this thing i'm not quite still not quite sure how many people but i know there are a couple of people i know that listen to this quite possibly family members if you're out there hey you guys love you uh so you know um not quite sure i want to just be going off on like you know crazy shit i did in my 20s living out here just quite yet sorry so, um, at least that's on hold until I can find, uh, I'm pausing because I'm debating. Okay, fuck it. I'll tell you one story. <laughs> you fine. You broke me down. I'll tell you one story. I wasn't planning on doing this. Uh, the, okay. It, it, this was uh, my weird, I, I'm, I, I don't know if I told this story on the podcast or not. I don't think I have. If I if I have told it before, I'm sorry. I'll tell it again. But I would say this is like the weirdest thing that happened to me on the Tokyo train system here. So um, let me take off my hat. 
just to get get warmed up. Uh, so this was about like well about over ten about ten years ago, uh, seven eight years ago maybe maybe seven eight years ago right. So long story short, me, my wife, and one of her friends are going to Shibuya. We're taking the train into Shibuya. Uh, to go to a flea market. Her friend wanted to set up a flea market and and sell some shit there. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I went, I had the day off, I think, so I went with them. We're on the fucking train. We're just chilling out. It's the middle of the afternoon, right? And we're on the, I think I did tell this story on the podcast uh, a long time ago, but whatever, I'll tell it again. So, uh, just in case you haven't heard it or, you know, whatever. So, um, so we're on the train and, we're at like the end of the train car uh where uh kind of like the door to the next train car is there and a quick side note like you can uh go between train cars in tokyo so uh i know in washington dc it's illegal to like you know while the train's moving open the door and walk into the next car in tokyo it's okay so you can don't worry about that you can definitely do that here a little nugget of information to kind of make, uh, if I, you know, if, if I have told this story before, make it not exactly the same. So we're near the door to the next car and we're getting kind of close to Shibuya station. And there's like this weird looking lady. Like, no, no, at first I just saw a newspaper, right? There was like a newspaper held up against the door, which is kind of awkward because it was kind of blocking seeing through to the next car. And I was just like, Okay, that's kind of weird, but I wasn't really paying attention. And so I'm just talking and talking and talking. And then I look at the newspaper and I keep seeing this person like peeping at me from the paper, like, you know, pulling it down like halfway with the show that person's eyes, pulling it back up, pulling it down, pulling up, pulling it down, pulling it up. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like after a few minutes, I'm like, actually start noticing it, you know, and I look at the paper and Japanese, like different types of newspapers have different types of shit. Um, like kind of the sports tabloid papers or other type ones have uh, like a erotics page on it. If you've seen Lost in Translation, you know, no, no, not Lost in Translation. Forget that. Okay. There's an erotic page, back page on a lot of these newspapers, right? And sometimes they have like naked women on there and stuff like that. And I know, you know, naked woman on there. I noticed like, oh, there's a naked woman on there. And... The person keeps like looking and not looking. I'm like, is the person showing me the naked woman on the newspaper? And I got the feeling like that's what the person was doing. But I couldn't really see the person. I couldn't really see what they were doing. And so I kind of like nudged my like my wife and a friend. Because like, their back was turned to the person. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Look at this person. Like what they're doing. And... At this point, like, you know, the the kind of peeping from behind the newspaper kind of escalated a bit. And, you know, they turned around and they like, oh, that person likes you. And I could see it was kind of a woman. Not really, sorry to say, not really an attractive woman. You know, um, maybe I was in my 20s at that time. So maybe in her, like, late 30s, maybe early 40s, if I remember. You know, I think glasses, like a tomboyish kind of haircut, you know, a little bit larger, if you will. Not like huge, but a little bit, you know. Uh, sorry, I'm not body shaming anyone. I'm just telling you just facts, you know. So it wasn't really like my fantasy encounter or anything like that. 
so, because when I tell the story, people are like, ooh, that's, I'm like, no, 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 no. It wasn't like you see in like a fucking Cinemax movie late at night. So, yeah, so the person keeps doing it. And then I kind of drops the newspaper enough to show their face. And she's like making these weird faces. And I'm like, and my wife and her friend, they're just laughing. They're just looking at me like, oh, a little bit. They're kind of giggling. And the person like drops the newspaper even more. And she's basically like fondling her breasts. Like, you know, got her breast out, like fondling it, you know, kind of staring at me um, on the train. And I felt dirty. <laughs> I felt really dirty. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a guy. And I kind of can know how, how women feel in that moment. Like, because, yeah, I didn't feel so good. <laughs> you know, it was like, what the fuck is going on? Are you serious? You know, uh, I hate to be that guy. I mean, if it, if the person was going to be more attractive to me or something like that, it would be like, ooh, this is something like sexy. But it was like, uh, okay. You know, and it didn't help that, like, my wife and her friend were just, like, laughing at me the whole time. Uh, it, this, it seems, I'm telling it, it seems like it happened a long time, but this was, like, maybe about five minutes, you know, five-minute span that this happened. But it was still like, yo, what the fuck is going on? This is kind of a weird thing, you know, because we're in the broad daylight, too. It's not, it's on a weekend. It's not, like, midnight or any shit like that, right? So, you know, she's, like, yeah, fondling her breast and, and, and like, making these funny faces and everything like that. And I kind of, like, really start to panic because we start pulling into the final station. I'm, like, looking. I'm, like, yo, oh, my gosh. Like, what the fuck, man? Yo, yeah. Yo, if she, if she, if she, you know, if she comes out of somewhere, like, yo, y'all got to fight this woman. Like, you know, because I'm, like, if I get, if I have to, like, you know, punch her, punch her or something, defend myself, like, I'm going to get in trouble. But because, you know, I, honestly, at this point, it's broad day. Like, I don't know if this person is crazy. I don't know what's going on. And, um... Yeah, so I was a little bit paranoid at that point because, you know, like, I'm sure if you, you could understand how I felt in that moment. I mean, I wasn't scared because it's just like, okay, but if I had, if the person really, like, came at me on some weirdo stuff, like, I would really have to defend myself. And that wouldn't look good in Japan. Like, this big black dude, like, you know, uh, throwing some you know, woman to the ground <laughs> on a weekend afternoon, you know, uh, like, so I was trying to avoid some shit like that. Um, but so right when we got to the station, like I looked at, the, like I looked at the person still fondling. I looked at them for a second. They're laughing. I look back at the window and the person's gone. Right. It, I guess like the train got close to the station and she just like took off. Um, out of embarrassment, probably, or just, you know, got her. I don't, I don't fucking know. But so the train doors open up and now I'm like really freaking out. I'm like, oh, shit, this where this where where'd she go? Like, you know, is she and so I'm like looking like, oh, fuck, is she going to just like jump from the roof of the train and jump on my back or something like that? Um, but the person was, I guess, you know, the train, she she just left. uh and ran away and that was that was it that was the story um but that was the weirdest thing that happened to me on the train uh that i can think of personally i've seen some crazy shit oh i can tell some 
<laughs> okay, I'm, uh, I'm not going to no, 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 I'm not going to tell that. Okay, um, because again, but I, I don't want to make it sound like, and especially with like you know anime or movies and shit like that. Um, you might get the impression that the train on in Tokyo is very weird, but it's actually very subdued. You know, uh, on the weekends at night, of course, it gets kind of wild and in, in, in a bit um, more lively, if you will. But I'd say compared to the train, like in America or probably anywhere else, it's really tame, really quiet, um, and shit like that does not happen all the time. Like you, you'll re- if you think about the amount of people that ride the train in Tokyo compared to like some shit that actually happens, I'd say it's a very, very small percentage, right? So that's, I guess, my one of my weird or interesting stories from living over here. Again, that's not the norm. Um, I think I, I'm kind of a, a believer in you know. Uh, you bring stuff into you depending on how you feel and uh, and how you think. Since I've become you know more set a more settled person, a more positive person, no weird or negative shit has happened to me on the train at all in like the past like five, six, seven years. So, well, not seven, like five or six years because I think a little while after that, I really kind of changed my mental mind state. So I'm cool, you know, and with no weirdos popping titties out on the train so okay (laughs) okay so let me get back you know um let me get back to my original topic so there you go you got one story out of me right so let's get back to the original uh fucking shit the original uh topics i had so actually before this and before turning things on i was just scrolling through uh, YouTube on my TV and a uh, interesting YouTube page came up and I did a little poking around on the page and I thought oh it might be something that's you know if you want a bit more uh, information on Japan I'll give these to you now I will say there's there's two caveats to this first one Two, I'm going to give two you two pages. Both of them are for black people, right? Uh, of course, I'm black, so sorry. I'm going to be a little bit skewed uh, in my recommendation. I, I think one of them is is specifically for black people, but I think the other one, especially for women, can be quite useful. I didn't watch all of the videos. I watched about like three of them. And I think it's, it's more information that, that you can use. Um, the second one, the second caveat is that their YouTube page is kind of about people who are more living in Japan, not so much stuff about people visiting. Uh, you know, I tend to try and stay away from the, hey, we're in Tokyo type vlogs where it's like, oh, we're going to Harajuku, woo, you know, kind of stuff. Because, I mean, there's a bunch, I would say that's probably the majority of vlogs and things out there. But actually people talking about what everyday life is like in Japan i.e. this podcast is a little bit more a little bit harder to come by so i wanted to give a little bit of love to those people just in case like the you know eight nine of you guys are actually gonna check some of this shit so the first one is the black in japan vlog right black in japan vlog i've seen a few of, of these uh, before my free time and i guess the guy who does it specifically recently has started doing uh interviews so i think i, I remember two of the interviews 
sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, a few of the interviews, um, they were by people who I think share a little bit different views than me on Tokyo. Um, I was thinking, man, maybe I should go on there. I'm not quite ready to do all that shit yet. I don't think it's really necessary yet. But, um, yeah, one dude was, was just sharing some crazy experiences he's heard about the other guy as well. Mm, I think the guy who runs it, he, I believe he's from the Caribbean. He has an accent. Um, but, you know, I, I saw he did a few out and about type video blogs and it seems like he's shifting more towards interviews now. But there's a, he has a bunch of shit on there. So I just say poke around that page and see if there's anything that you find interesting. Especially if you're African American and living in Japan and or thinking about coming to Japan. Or, you know, some new girl I'm talking to you. Um, yeah, or even give you some inspiration about how you might want to do a vlog when you, if, if and when you come here. Um, one more is Chocolate Geisha. Again, she's, you can probably guess, she's African-American, or she's black. I won't pigeonhole her saying African-American, um, but she's black, and she's a woman. And uh, I watched a few of her videos, and I couldn't quite tell if she's still in Japan, or if she went to Japan for a little while, or, or, or what, what. But um, I think she did the JET program, and uh, I think one or two of her videos about, like, hair and do's and don'ts in Japan and shit like that. You know, she <coughs> she's... <coughs> She gave some really good quality information and could really talk about like boots on the ground type shit, what it's like to live in Japan. Um, not a huge amount of video content. I think she had like about 15 videos, 15, 20, maybe 20 videos on there. But I think that's more than enough to, you know, give you an idea about what the shit's like. I'm looking at my chihuahua. I hope he does a good. Okay, sorry. My dog is like pissing, but he was looking like he was not going to piss on his pee pee paper good pee pee dog mm, good pee pee <laughs> sorry i forgot the camera <laughs> good pee pee dog good boy okay i'll give him a snack after this um yeah he's he's pissed off okay i gotta give this dog a snack hold on he's looking at me really pissed off that i didn't give him a snack hold on one second okay yeah my dog was really heated at me for a second he was like how are you gonna tell me i did a good pee and not give me a fucking snack so um but yeah, so Black in Japan vlog and Chocolate Geisha, I think, are good to go, right? Uh, check them out, you know, if you send them some love, uh, if, if, if you're so inclined. Alright, so another thing, I got just a couple of quick things and then we're going to get out of here. So, next up, um, it's winter in Tokyo right now, and it's fucking cold. Like, it was fucking cold in Toronto. And, well, I, I, I had a little bit of drama on my trip because I got uh, laid over in Toronto. Actually, um, whatever, okay. Um, I won't put so, uh, We ended up being able to catch up with another person in to, because our my flight got canceled my connecting flight got canceled so i was stuck in toronto it was a bunch of shit that was going on but it was all good right anyway um the crazy thing though is like it was cold as fuck in toronto it was cold as fuck in washington dc when i first got there but in tokyo it feels colder like you know it's not even below zero but it's just freezing here you know i don't know if it's the dryness in the air or what but 
yeah, it, I was hurting yesterday just going to work. And、um, so, winter in Japan, especially winter in the Tokyo area, it's cold, man. And you're going to want to get some heat tech from Uniqlo. That's going to be something that will really, really help you. It's like long johns, like long underwear. But it's kind of some heat sensitive type shit technology. I might have talked about it before, where it doesn't keep you too hot on, when you're inside, indoors. But as soon as you go out into cold weather, it kick, the shit kicks in and it's like fabric magic. <laughs> and, and it helps you out, man. So、um, I definitely have that shit popping off.、Um, but it's going to get warmer this coming week. So thank fucking goodness. Winter's almost over here. And because winter's almost over here, that means hay fever season is starting. Right now, you might think the interesting thing about living in Japan because there's a, such an abundance of cedar trees here, like cedar pollen is just like off the fucking charts here. So, I normally don't have allergies, but and a lot of people I know don't have allergies, but a lot of people develop allergies,、uh, hay fever over time here because of just the massive amount of po- cedar pollen in the air during spring. Uh, you might be like, why is there so many cedar trees? Well, I might have said it before, but apparently the Japanese government built a lot of cedar trees、um, when they were doing a lot of construction, I guess post war construction. But the problem is, cedar trees reproduce like a motherfucker, and the cedar tree population just blew the fuck up and took over the whole country. And now there's nothing they can do about it, and everyone just has allergies, right? So. Uh, you might, I, I think it's probably the pollen. Like, my throat is a little scratchy and I'll have a little bit of runny nose, but、um, I think that's from hay fever. But I'm not that bad, and I only developed this, I think, about like、uh, eight years ago. About eight years ago.、Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure if it is hay fever, but it doesn't really bother me that much compared to like other people. But. Yeah. That's when you see people with like full on masks popping off and glasses and everything. People really suffer through it. So, hay fever season, you got that. And people suffer through that. So, I think about like end of April or May or something like that. Then you got like a month, month and a half of nice weather. Then, boom, you got fucking rainy season. Then, boom, you got hot ass summer. Then, September, October, November. Honestly, September, October, November are like the best months to come here. Like, you can get hit cherry blossom season if you want to, if you're lucky. If you are thinking about coming here for cherry blossom season, I've heard through the grapevine that it's going to be a little bit early this year. So, maybe uh, uh, the fi- sometime in the final week of March might be the best way- bet to go, right? But、um, yeah, hay fever is really no joke here at all. So, all right, we're in 25 minutes. Um, again, I'm just doing short but sweet podcasts. I'm, I'm still not 100%. It's like not even 11, almost 11 o'clock. I'm fucking sleepy as a motherfucker right now. So I'll probably wake up at like five something in the morning. So let me just get off of here.、Uh, I'll, I'll upload it like not tonight while I record it, but another time. So thanks for listening. Happy to be back.、Uh, next week, I'm going to try, try my best to hit you with another podcast. I'm really just. Pounding away trying to bring home my project. We're almost in, we're in the home stretch right now. But love you guys. Hope everything's good with you. And I will talk to you soon. Peace. Uh oh.